Three Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me as always is Trevor Scott. Hello. So, we do have a topic this week, but I thought before we got into that, you know, it's been a couple of weeks now since we've talked kids, since we now have our other podcast, Lame Storming. Go and check it out on iTunes. Um, I thought I'd see what's going on with you and your kids and parenting, Trevor. Um, well, James has started telling stories. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's, that's fun. Like making them up or reading them from a book? Uh, it, it's more, Bianca was about to have a shower this morning and okay. he basically told her the story of what they were going to do. And he was saying, you know, that she had to take off her pants and then take off her, take off her top and then open the door to the shower and get in and make it rain. And then... <laughs> And then making it rain. Somehow it it skipped from when she got out. It was. I mean, Trevor, I I I knew you know I knew you were doing okay, but I didn't think you showered in money, making it rain. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I really do wish. Make it um, rain and yeah, just no, singles. <laughs> <laughs> just filling up the shower. If only it was um, green. Oh, there we go. <laughs> People yeah, who know Australian money would like <laughs> would know what what green means. Showering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hell, give me some pineapples. Pineapples? Is that the fifty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I haven't heard that slang. I'm obviously not up on the kid slang, the teen, the teen words. I don't know the teen words. So anyway, somehow it actually skipped from. Um, like Bianca getting dressed, to all of a sudden, then we go out in the car. So she's just got out of the shower and she's somehow getting out into the car. And then um, he basically said, we go to the car, we get in, we drive, um, we go go to the supermarket and we buy some egg surprises. Eggs? Oh, that Kinder Surprise? Yeah, Kinder Surprise. And then we go go off and we go, beep. (laughs) And and then he opens Oh, that's cute. And... And that was his whole story. That was and his story. Like Bianca he's obviously inherited. Me, he's obviously inherited your detail-oriented storytelling style. I think. Every yep. step of the way, you know, make sure all the details are in there. No, that's cool. I I like. Uh, yeah, like Taz does a bit of that too. Yeah, it's just it's fun to see them, you know, understanding the sequence of things and and the routine and what's going on around them. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, the other thing that he did today was. Um, he stood up to wee. <laughs> so he actually, you know, stood up in front of the in front of the toilet and, and went went while standing up and didn't yep. make a mess everywhere. So wow. reasonable aim. Yeah, Taz has been getting pretty good at that. He he wants to do it occasionally and I you know, I'll often let him and he's he's not too bad at it. I don't I don't know about you, but I usually sit down to pee because fuck standing up and possibly missing <laughs> and making a mess. Uh no, I'm always I'm always standing. <laughs> really no so I, d- I don't know where he learned it i don't know where he even realized that, that was a thing uh so yeah the there's a bit of a story here though the other day uh so you know af- after dinner often we'll just we'll shower the kids and what we generally do is either erica or i get in the shower and the other person cycles the kids through <laughs> well taz usually just gets in there and sits underneath and we we t- cycle the girls through but anyway mm-hmm. erica erica was in the so shower. i get i guess there's no real you know you're in the shower, let it go, let it, let it flow. Sort of. Well, so well, no. So when Erica has Taz in the shower and he needs to pee, often she'll just say, "Okay, just pee." But he wasn't actually in the shower. No, yet. I'm talking about Erica or yourself. <laughs> you know, no oh. golden shower happening with you, with your kid. <laughs> <laughs> not when he's underneath us. No. <laughs> Try not to. Um, no, this particular time, you try yeah. not to. That that sort of suggests that something's happened one time. Well, you know, there was that one time. I forgot he was there. No. I ha- Just to make it clear, I have not pissed on my kid. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Erica, Erica was in the shower. and She probably had one of the girls in there already. I was trying to get Taz in there. He hadn't got undressed yet. I'm like, okay, come on, Taz. Get in the shower. Take your clothes off. Um, and he tells us he needs to pee. And so I tried to get him on the toilet, which is next to the shower, and he didn't want to do it. And so Erica's like, all right, well, like, get in and you'll just be able to pee in the shower. So what does he do? He pulls his 
just he pulls his pants down, stands in front of the shower, and just pees directly into the shower while standing outside of it. <laughs> Erica like has to jump out of the way, <laughs> and then and then got undressed and got in the shower afterwards. So anyway, peeing. He likes to pee standing up. Likes to pee standing up. So this is something that um, I've I've seen happen occasionally when when some friends of mine and some other like other guys come around to your place mm. people leaving the seat up <laughs> okay yeah now at my my house when i was growing up it was always down and so it's got into my head that it now, is were you the worst of, thing were to you, actually have were you one of these houses where both seats were down like the full cover was down or just the like Whatever. What do you what do you even call that that middle seat? Just, Just the, the seat bit was down, not the cover. Okay. Not the cover. All right. Yeah. So we were in a house that no one ever like dad never left the um left the seat up. And so therefore because he never left the seat up, I never left the seat up. Yeah. But I, I see it now and I absolutely despise like seeing seeing the toilet seat up. So how many times have you sat down for a poo? <laughs> In the middle and of got, the night. And got that cold <laughs> edge of the porcelain on your legs and jumped up. Not many, because <laughs> I always make sure it's down. So, just getting your thoughts on, you know, because I know some guys, their thoughts are, oh, well, if we have to put it up, then they have to put it down. It's like, <sighs> um, My thoughts. Well, like I said, I generally pee sitting down. And I'm comfortable enough in my masculinity to talk about that on a podcast. <laughs> um, so it doesn't get left up in our seat because nobody puts it up except Taz now occasionally but you know we're, we're usually there with him and we put it back down yep as to the sort of general um, predicaments yeah I mean I think it should be put down because the vast majority of toilet expeditions are going to need it down really yeah. it's sort of I feel like it's a special case and like I don't I don't even to be honest I don't even get and you can maybe answer this, like, why stand up? I don't know. Is Why stand is, up? Is it that much more convenient? Um, probably how, not. How are, you supposed to, <laughs> how are you supposed to look at your phone if you're standing up? <laughs> <laughs> how are you supposed to look in your phone with less danger of it falling in, you mean? <laughs> well, or or missing the toilet completely because you, you're just looking. Because you're writing a tweet. <laughs> I know. I suppose just... Growing up and, you yeah. know... Yeah. I mean, I used to, but it just got to the point where I was like, why bother? So, I I don't know which of my friends leave the seat up. I know it's not, that... Oh, it's not me. When there's a couple of people... <laughs> well, we know that now. Um, I know that when a couple of people come over, occasionally, you know, a seat gets left up and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure you who, come out of the, who left it up. You come raging out of the bathroom. Who left the fucking seat up? Get out of my house, you pigs. Well, it, it's more... The second I see it up, I'm just like, okay, I'll put that down before Bianca notices. Because right. I never leave it up. And Does she <laughs> it was even worse when it, it was in... Then? I think I think she used to get a, a little bit of the um the cold porcelain on the on the um button thigh cheeks. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean that sucks. I've had that happen. So I was just thinking, you know, I'm going to try and get my son to to ensure that it's down every every time. Because when he finished the, the this evening it was left up, and I was like, oh! I'm like, I always put it down. Why haven't you noticed that I always put it down? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, kids, I guess, but that's kind of funny. He's he's learning, learning bad habits already. That That's a that's a habit that I'm, I'm trying to get him out of, and... So there's some other habits that I that I want to I want to keep him away from that I used to do like um, biting my fingernails and all those sort of things. So I'm trying oh, to. God. How did you How did you stop biting your fingernails? Because I have not figured out how yet. So I stopped one finger at a time. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. So I allowed myself to bite every every nail but that one finger, and then after after like um, a few days, then I. I basically said, okay, now it's two fingers. And I just gradually weaned myself off that way. Oh, interesting. I tried some of the nail, that nail polish stuff uh, that tastes awful, and I just ended up washing my hands and getting it off. I had that, and I just kind of got used to the taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try 
just not not biting one and then progress to another, then progress to I another. I just don't even think about it as I'm doing it. That's the thing. I've tried. I usually last about two weeks. It's It's been quite a few years since I've even bothered trying, but um, it gets to about two weeks and I'm getting some nice length to them and then it just becomes un- like I'm just unstoppable. I can't. I can't help myself. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's going to feel so good to bite that off. <laughs> so at the moment, it gets to about a week and my wife goes, you got longer fi- <laughs> you got longer fingernails than I do. Just <laughs> cut them for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. They do get a little bit more annoying now than what they, what they did before. But, yeah. you know, I haven't, I haven't actually bitten, bit a fingernail like more than sort of a little bit, probably in six months. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I backed the fidget cube on uh kickstarter i'm hoping i'll be able to use that as a as a way to stop myself from biting my nails because every time i want to bite my nails i'll have to get used to just fiddling with that instead so yeah I've got another funny thing that taz did this week so he's been a bit of a he's been a bit of a daddy's boy lately he's just when i'm home he wants me to do everything lots of cuddles and he's constantly telling telling well both of us but telling us that he loves us and you know it's really cute no but he hasn't wanted erica to kiss him and you know as we've talked about on this podcast before we're sort of all about consent so we certainly don't force the issue there no and we've never you know forced a goodnight kiss or whatever we we'll ask for one and he he, and he often doesn't want to do it and we'll do a we'll just say goodnight or high five or a cuddle or whatever instead yep but uh erica asked taz why he didn't want her to kiss him and he said that she smells Which is true. Everyone smells. It's just whether it's bad or good. Oh, yeah. It just depends on what you smell like. Well, so we sort of just shrugged that off as like, oh, kid, you know, he's a two-year-old. Like, he thinks that's funny. But I asked him, uh, I asked him what her kisses smell like. He says they smell like bad bread. <laughs> and <laughs> I like, I think Erica was leaving for something when he said that and I like yelled it out. Yeah, he says your kisses smell like bad bread. Like okay, but we figured that he was probably bastardizing bad breath. Like he'd yep. maybe heard heard us talk about bad breath, and so he's saying bad bread. But <laughs> I asked him later that evening. I asked him again. Oh, what do mummy's kisses smell like? Old sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so no, maybe bad bread literally was bad bread, and he's made some sort of connection. <laughs> sandwiches <laughs> uh, so i mean erica was obviously a little bit put out put out by that because you don't want your kid to think you actually smell bad but you know it was pretty funny but hey that actually leads us into our topic for this week Ooh, what is that i thought we could talk a bit about food and food habits and you know what our kids like to eat and maybe our own food habits as kids and just discuss food 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 glorious food like the fact that I hate coriander. Oh, that's right. We've already done an episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole episode on how much Trevor hates coriander. It was it was riveting. So yeah, I've this came up in my mind because Taz has sort of had a few things about that, um, which we'll get to. But since I just told a Taz story, you know, what's James' sort of relationship with food and how has that changed over the, the four years that he's been alive? Just about. So the first six months, he hated food because we never gave it to him. <laughs> Every time we gave him food, he choked and nearly died. I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, after after he started having food, um, we gave him, you know, some, oh, I'm trying to think of what it's actually called. It's like that cereal sort of stuff. Yeah. Like the mashed sort of, like not thick porridgey sort of. Yeah. It's like the wheat. Rice cereal or something. Rice cereal. Yeah. 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 And then we gradually mixed uh, food, uh, some processed fruit in with yep. that. Like, we we were one of these people that went for those squeezy packs. Okay. You know, yeah. we, we actually liked having those just on hand so that if you didn't want that flavor, you could easily change it rather than trying to buy fresh fruit. Right. Which, yes, we do finally get around to giving him fresh fruit. It's just... <laughs> At at that age, it was sort of like, okay, we don't know what he likes, and it's much easier to... Yeah. No, it's tough as they're getting started. Much easier to buy those little little sort of things. Yeah. And straight away, we noticed, you know, oh, he likes this sort of fruit. He doesn't like this fruit. He likes this fruit. And is it was like sort at, of like... Like, what age is this at? Um, that's... Six months. Really? Okay. That's interesting that... Yeah, just because, I mean, I'll talk about our kids, but like our kids were not picky. It's when they started, like they just eat anything. So yeah, interesting 
to hear that some kids, yeah, that, that that early know what they like, you know. Well, some of the things it was like when we got got round to giving him some of the um, like the the processed meals, like chicken and leek and all these sort of things. The yeah. leek was too stringy, mm. and he therefore didn't like it because it was like it was the stringiness of it. Fast forward to four years later, yeah. he's rather picky with certain foods, but not foods that you'd expect. Like okay. mashed potato. You expect all kids to love mashed potato. He can't stand it. What doesn't he like about it? Um, I think it's the texture. Yeah, okay. He was really bad with ice cream for quite a while. He was really bad with jelly for quite a while as well. And again, it was texture sort of things. Mm, um, he doesn't like the things that are like sort of creamy and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was just the fact that the mashed potato wasn't creamy and he smooth likes, and it was lumpy. And He likes something to chew on. Use those, make good use of those teeth while he's got Mashed them. banana was another thing. So it was all softer, softer sort of foods mm. that he certainly didn't like. Interesting considering you started him on that sort of stuff. Like, Yeah. But if if we give him like um, pieces of, of cooked potato. Mm. He's, he'll eat them. Like he'll eat it, but only if he thinks that it's chips. <laughs> right. So... so it has to he, yeah, okay. You you say potato and he doesn't like it. But you say it's chips and he'll eat it. Yeah. Kids are kids are dumb. They're easily yeah. fooled easily fooled. Tell them the meat's chips as well. No. Every <laughs> single every single meat is chicken. Okay. So it's like mum makes a nice roast lamb and it's like, would you like chicken? <laughs> Even if it's koala. Yeah. Well, we've had um we've had Silverside and that's chicken. And we've had roast lamb, and that's chicken, and and it's just chicken's sort of, very red, Trevor. Yes, it's a very but dark chicken, chicken meat. He will eat it if if he knows that it's chicken. If he, calls it if chicken, he doesn't yeah. think that it's chicken, he will go. I don't like it. And it's like you haven't even tried it. Have you Have you told him yet where chicken comes from? No. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like chickens when they're alive? I think he's seen. Like, because on Paw Patrol, there is a chicken there, chicoletta. Oh, yeah. The so, bear's chicken or something. Yeah. Which, um, like, there's actually an episode where she literally, <laughs> she's flying in a, in a hot air balloon. The chicken hops into into the basket and she goes, oh, a chicken, picks it up and puts it in her handbag. <laughs> That's where she gets it for the first time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I've seen that. It's not even her chicken. She goes past a farm and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Taz was very into Paw Patrol for a while. He hasn't watched it in a while now. He's on Doc McStuffins. It's his big thing. James is, um, he loves Angry Birds movie. He loves all, right. all the Pixar films. He, um, yeah. We tried Taz on Wally again. I know t- I know. James loves Wally. Um, oh, loves it. We tried Taz on Wally again. He's like, no, this is an adult's film. Adult's <laughs> movie. I don't think he said film. He's, he's well spoken. I'm not so sure he said film, though. Theatra. <laughs> <laughs> this is adult theatra. <laughs> What are you trying to pass off as a kid's movie? <laughs> Nick, you'll be trying to pass off Jean-Paul Sartre. <laughs> as Theatre. <laughs> I just had to come up with something that sort of rhymed with it. <laughs> oh, I just assumed that was a reference. Was that, an, was that a Trevor original? Oh, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows what's going on in that Trev head of yours? Yeah, so James... You can generally get him. You can generally get him to get through his dinner, though. Or is he? Yeah, is he... yeah. Most most things he'll he'll eat. Sometimes he needs a bit of help, but most of the time he'll just, you know, pick at it. Yep. Eat his eat his chicken and chips. Yep. By, by which no, I even... mean uh, <laughs> vegetables <shepherd's> and pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like um, he'll say, "I don't like it," and it's like you haven't even tried it. He tries it, and then he straight away says. I don't like it. <laughs> but <laughs> then he'll sit it even, in... before it even passes through his tongue. Yeah. Passes his tongue. So he'll try it. He'll put it into his mouth. He'll swallow it, and he goes, "I don't like it." And it's like, yeah, okay. And then for the next half hour, he'll just pick at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our kids, we we went about it a little bit differently. You know, as we've talked about on this podcast before, we sort of particularly started off with um, some alternative parenting views. Um, you know, we mostly tried to keep it science based, but you know some of the i mean the thing is with parenting is like there's there's there aren't a lot of studies and there's not a lot of science around a lot of this stuff so we we sort of tried to keep it logical but you know we were into this attachment parenting thing a lot and and there are certain sort of certain things that come with that 
as well. And one of those that's sort of semi-related is called baby led weaning. And what that means is basically as soon as they turn six months, or I mean, basically as soon as they're old enough, but it's generally six months, you skip, you don't give them the cereal and you don't give them like the sort of mashed stuff. You just start them on foods. Here you go, have a carrot. <laughs> well, you say, you you laugh, but the first thing we gave Taz was carrots. Boiled carrots, so they were soft. No, I'm thinking just raw, you know. Even... <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't quite go that far, but it's more Here, about... Here, have this phallic object. <laughs> but from, so from the very beginning, though, we didn't, we didn't feed him, right? Like, we didn't get a spoon and feed him. We put carrots in front of him and he learned to pick them up and eat them. Yep. And so, I mean, there are obviously certain foods that, you know, early on where we, we were feeding him. And so, you know, yogurt or anything like that for a long time, we were feeding him with a spoon. But, you know, around around just after one, he started learning with cutlery. And the girls are now learning with cutlery too. They're a little bit behind him uh, for a variety of reasons. Well, whose fault is that? Well, we're the parents. We're to blame, right? <laughs> it's the fact that, oh, no, you know, Taz was so advanced. Well, we've got to give him something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, you know, the, we do think about that. But, uh, I mean, the fact is they were born almost a month earlier, like gestationally, than he was and their twins. Who And twins are always a little bit behind just because um, this sort of, the, I mean, just from the development in the womb, they kind of hold each other back a little bit. It's also the psychic link, isn't it? Well, yeah, the psychic link, exactly. They they shun, it the, takes out- up a lot they of shun, they shun like- the outside world for at least the first few years because they're focusing on building that psychic link and connecting to and, each other. And, you know, um, using mental telep- uh, telepathy. Telepathy. And- so, um, you know, using mental telepathy. Telepathy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Arsehole. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So the, we did the we did the same thing with them, and and they they learned it pretty well. And you know, there are a few theories behind it, and whatever. Like it's it's no, you know, you you, you make your choices, of course. And, but yeah, so for the first while, I mean, the girls are still in this phase. Like they'll basically eat anything. Like the girls don't refuse anything at this point. Um, really, they have preferences. Funnily enough, uh, Imogen loves peas. Actually, I'm not sure if she loves peas or if she just loves pea-shaped things. I think she just like picking <laughs> like picking things out because I think she would like pick beans out of her food as well and stuff. Yep. So green food. Well, I mean I mean like kidney beans, beans kidney and, beans and things. Oh, kidney beans. Yeah. But uh See, when I when I think beans, I just think, you know, green beans or oh, no, string they, beans or they something eat like that. They a lot of lot of kidney beans and like uh black beans and stuff. They love beans. We're a bean family. We love beans in this family. That's why there's always that cloud of methane. Yeah, that's why there's just that vague stench every time you come near us. So yeah, anyway, for the first while, like our kids weren't picky at all, but it slowly Taz sort of started picking up some some preferences and things that he didn't like. And, and nowadays, he's not too bad, but he definitely doesn't like... Actually, he stays away from the green foods. He doesn't like peas. He doesn't like zucchini. Doesn't like Brussels sprouts. We haven't tried them on Brussels sprouts. We used to eat Brussels sprouts a bit. You used to like them. I hate Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are really good with like garlic and bacon, like just fried up. You mean they're really good to pick up and throw at the wall? <laughs> they bounce well. They're good to play squash with. Like they got that kind of springy solid, texture. Yeah, solid but springy, you know. They bounce. But uh, yeah, he's he's definitely gotten more picky and, you know, he's he's still pretty good and, and there are certain things. He, we don't, we don't really try to hide. We do tell the odd little fib, you know. He, for a while, he didn't like carrots. He's kind of come back around on carrots, but for a while, he really didn't want carrots. And this kid has an eye for it, man. Like, he'll pick out the tiniest little orange bit of carrot that we've like grated because he just grated into yep. the stuff. And he'll pick out one tiny little bit of carrot. He's like, no, I can't eat it. There's carrot on it. Um, sometimes even he'll taste it like there's a pea in something it's like in the middle of it there was no way he could have seen it but he'll taste it and spit it out yeah so you know and, and he's t- and he's got some of those some of those toddler tastes now you know he, he always wants ice cream when we go out and he loves chips and chocolate chocolate and cake and oh man he's big on birthdays lately so he's always asking about cake because he knows his birthday's coming up James's birthday is coming up as well, and we're we're wondering, do we actually do a party this year? And you know, I'm sort of 
I don't think there needs to be a party every year. Yeah, well, we're struggling with that too, particularly because we have the three kids and... And it's funny because we're in these twin groups now, we keep getting invited to parties and they're all twin parties. And so it's like extra presents to buy and there's always parties to go to. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, he knows his birthday's coming up. And, he, and so he keeps talking about how when things happen, they're going to be, it's in November. Because <laughs> 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 um, he knows his birthday's in November. But yeah, anyway, anyway so he he's, he's just kind of become that. That normal two-year-old. But he's still... He eats a lot of fruit. He fucking loves blueberries. He's always loved blueberries. And he will he will eat through like a full bowl of blueberries in just a blink of an eye. I mean, it's it's fine. Like, it's it's fruit, I guess. It's kind of sweet, but... He, so we give it to... That's his that's his dessert. Like, um, blueberries are his dessert. And, and I, think, I think that actually started because when we were... Um, when he was about nine months old, we took a, we took a road trip across half of Canada from Vancouver uh, to Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. And it was like a month. It took us about, I mean, it was like a, uh, a week or so drive. So, you know, we didn't, we only did four or five hours a day and we were camping every night. And, but, uh, so the funny thing about this trip is when we went to pick up the rental car, they gave us a smaller car than we'd expected. Yep. Cause you know how fucking, I don't know if you've rented cars much, but, it's always like you'll get a car kind of like this this type of car like cuz they never give you a specific model or like the specific no. car you're going to get. So we ended up with a Nissan Micra which is basically <laughs> this tiny and what was it, hatchback. What was it supposed to be like? Well, it's supposed to be at least just a little bit bigger. I can't remember exactly. Like a Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't recall, but it was it was meant to be Something a bit bigger. <laughs> like then, a Toyota Hilux. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're heading off on this road trip and it's me, Erica, Taz in the baby seat, of course, and my sister Priscilla was was coming with us for the first leg of the trip before she, and then she was going to catch the bus back because she was in Vancouver for that, for that time. Plus, we were camping every night, so we had to fit tents and like cooking gear and other things. So we had to figure out and like, yeah, airbed and the porter cot for Taz. So anyway, we, we sort so of in other managed. words, you really needed to play car Tetris. It was. Yeah. And by the end of it, holy crap, we could pack that car. Like we knew what but, we were doing and where everything went because we were, we were literally setting up the tent every single night and packing it. It up sounds very similar to a certain boys weekend that we go on that we somehow fit <laughs> everything in the car. <laughs> It's true, you figure it out. But anyway, because we were so short on space, we kind of we figured, all right, we'll just get food on the way, and we didn't end up, we didn't have a stove or anything. We figured, well, we'll the plan was to cook on the fire and stuff. But we get to the first campsite, and there's a total fire ban, and also <laughs> there's a boil water advisory, which means they're saying don't drink the water without boiling it, and we didn't have any way to boil it. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to go. We bought, I guess, bottled. We bought bottled water, and we didn't really have any way to cook our food. So for the first few days, at least, and then because he was so into it for the rest of that trip, Taz basically survived on blueberries and Cheerios. Oh, uh, God. Because every anytime <laughs> he was hungry, we'd just like, oh, okay, here, have a snack, have a snack, like, and he just loved them. He just chewed through them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, ever since then, he's loved blueberries, and he still does. <laughs> so. The uh, the incident that made me think of this topic was this week, actually. We were having a particularly bad night with his dinner. He was being just very defiant about eating it. And it was about the zucchini, actually. It was, we, just eat, we were just making pasta with, like, ground beef and we'd grated some zucchini in there. And yep. he'd seen it in there and he didn't want to eat any of the pasta with the zucchini on it. But we'd also bought some ice creams on a stick and we're, he knew that if... He ate his dinner, he'd get his That's ice cream it. on a stick. He knew that if he finished his dinner, he'd get his ice cream. So it was this really <laughs> it was this really interesting little standoff uh, because we'd say, no, you have to eat your whole plate because we hadn't given him a huge plate. Often we'll just say, all right, like four more bites and, and you know, it's just as long as he gets enough into him, we'll be okay. And he doesn't usually have dessert, so it's more just eat four more bites before you can go play. But because, we'll, because he was getting ice cream and because it wasn't that much... And he hadn't eaten much yet. It was like, no, you have to finish your plate. And so he was sort of slowly getting through it. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, the girls were done. We were done. It was time to give the girls their shower. Oh, and he's, he's so funny. He, he, got into that, he got into that mood, right? And so he had, a, he had a cup of milk on the table and he kept leaving it too close to the edge. And so we'd move it back. And he'd say, oh, I want my milk. I was like, okay, just go and get it. Just, just like move your milk. And he, he's like sitting back in his chair and he just like slowly reaches his arm out. And of course, no, he's nowhere near it because he needs to lean forward and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, but I can't reach it. I can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's just that classic kid thing, right? Just like being contrary and being defiant about it. And, and not in a, like, he's not in an aggressive way and it's not in a tantrum sort of way. He's just, oh, no, it's too hard. Anyway. Testing the boundaries as well. Yeah. We, so we went. And then I think it was my turn to shower. So I went in and we'd t- taken the girls in and we said, all right, we're going to go shower. Like if you finish when we get back, you can have your ice cream. Um, so we're sharing the girls. Erica comes back into me in the shower and she's like, I went out there and it's all gone. And he says he ate it. And where'd he put it? Well, this is the thing. She didn't know if he'd actually eaten it or if he'd hidden it somewhere. But we figured, all right, well, you know what? Either way, we'll just give him his ice cream because he's either eaten it or he's clever enough that he's hidden it. <laughs> and we figure that that's worth an ice cream. Has he found it? Have you found it yet? No, so we didn't find it. Like the only place, literally the only place he could have maybe hidden it is on Erica's plate because she, well, I know, I think it was the plate that the girls were, that were serving the girls from because so, there was some left on there. So it's possible that he put it on there and camouflaged it in their leftovers. But I don't think he's actually clever enough for that. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he ate it. Which is great, like, and we sort of, we realized, like, oh, Taz just passed the marshmallow test. And I don't know if you know about the marshmallow test. No, I don't. So, the marshmallow test is this sort of psychological experiment that that people have done with kids. And it's about what they call executive function, which is sort of the ability to reason about the future and about, you know, the outcome of things. And sort of, it's sort of... You know, about and it's about self control and that sort of thing. But what they do is they put a kid in a room and they put a marshmallow in front of him or her and they say, I'm going to come back in five minutes or however long it is. And if you haven't eaten this marshmallow, I'll give you another marshmallow. So you'll have two marshmallows and then you can eat them. And then they leave. And of course, they're videotaping these kids. And holy shit, it's fucking funny because you can see the thoughts going through these kids' heads heads and how hard they're trying not to eat that fucking marshmallow (laughs) (laughs) and like some of them like pick it up and sniff it and put it back down like play with it a bit they're sort of fidgeting (laughs) some of them try not to look at it or move it away some of them just fucking eat it as soon as the person leaves the room like they have no self-control so yeah it's really interesting and and like ever since even before we had kids or like since we knew that we were having kids I've been looking forward to when our kids were at an age that we could do this because I just, it's just interesting. <laughs> you just want to fuck with them. <laughs> well, that's not wanting to fuck with them. It's just wanting to see their response, right? Uh, and so I might have to actually. Yeah, but you got to film I it. Might have, I might have to actually do that at some point and film it with Taz because he is at, at that age where it would be an interesting experiment. Um, whether we do it with marshmallows or, or, or something else, I don't know. He, we haven't really given him marshmallows, so I don't know if he'd like them that much. But How about ice cream on a stick? You know that yeah, he likes that. Yeah, or something, or something, chocolate or whatever. You can have this one square of chocolate now, or I'll come back in 15 minutes and you can have one and a half squares of chocolate. <laughs> 1.1 squares. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it, this is sort of a, a variation on, an unintentional variation on that marshmallow test that we figure he kind of passed. Because, yeah, it is about it is about understanding the outcome that oh if i eat this thing that i don't like i'm gonna get something that i do like yeah um, so very very similar but yeah that was that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> so i've just thought about foods that i don't like and yeah, i didn't like when i was growing up let's talk about that because yeah i was a pretty picky kid too anyway go, you, um, go first, you go first so salad tell me what made you vomit <laughs> salad salad i hated everything to do with salad um Lettuce, didn't like it. Spinach, didn't like it. You know, uh, onion was pretty much the only thing I liked. Um, That's funny, because I've always hated onion. Well, I, love onion. I, I say I've always hated it. I 
I will eat it now. As long uh, as it's cooked. As long as it's cooked and, and as long you as don't, it's... You I don't, don't like don't... the like Spanish onion or the red onion? Uh, you know what? Red onion I'm, I'm not as bad on in a salad like or in a, on a burger or something. Red onion, I can. Oh, so I can so spicy, it's awesome. Yeah, um, but no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not like our ex prime minister Tony Abbott. I won't just eat bite into an onion. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so, I hate, and I still hate today, tomato. Yeah. I can eat cucumber now, which I didn't used to like yep. either. Yeah. I mean, I still hate coriander, and I will always hate coriander, but. Tomato and Brussels sprouts, and from my from my childhood, that's about it. Yeah, you know, I love tomato sauce. I love homemade tomato sauce. I love even some of the um, bits of tomato into into a pasta. Yeah, I'll most likely eat it. Yeah, but tomato like on its own. Tomato? Yeah, raw tomato. What is it about or... it that you don't like? Do you think so? I've been thinking about this for a long time as to what it really was that I didn't it's like about kept, it. Kept you up at night. And I was reminded of grade four camp. Okay. At, a at traumatic in, um, tomato experience. Traumatic tomato experience. So, grade four camp where we're at Phillip Island and they've made a whole heap of sandwiches. They made them in the morning and they were salad sandwiches. And what does what salad sandwiches have on them? They've got tomato. Yes. Now... People put what tomato happens? on every fucking sandwich. Like, when they're making sandwiches, there's always tomato. Because I'm actually, like, I'll let you finish your story, of course, but I'm like you. I actually, I don't like raw tomato. I'll like it in almost any, anything else. I didn't used to like it in mm-hmm. big chunks in pasta and stuff, but I've sort of come around on that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to bite into a tomato. I'm not going to cut myself a slice of tomato, and I'm not going to put raw tomato on a sandwich. Um. So, what it was, was they'd, they'd cut the tomato, they'd put it on, and... They'd left it from, you know, nice and early in the morning and it was sitting in a cooler. But the tomato soaked into the bread. The tomato has soaked into the bread and everything just tastes like tomato. Yep. Soggy tomato sandwich. Soggy tomato salad sandwich that um, the ham and the cheese and the, and the... the lettuce. You mean the tomato, the, um, the tomato, and the tomato. And the tomato. Based on the flavors. It just all tasted <laughs> like tomato and with a touch of other stuff. I'm not sure what it was and what it is tomato about tomato. Glazed but ham, tomato glazed cheese. Tomato it is glazed just cucumber. the most disgusting thing that I could imagine. And anytime I have tomato now, I'm reminded of that salad sandwich. Oh, I can't. What I can't stand about tomato is just like the gross, seedy, jelly middle. Like, that's. Yeah. And I think that's why I can eat it in other things, because often... And I think that's also why I can have, like... If someone puts bruschetta in front of me, yeah. I can actually eat it, because they cut all the, yeah. all the, yeah. all the goopy shit I, out. I could. I don't Most of the enjoy time. it, but I could probably No, neither do I. It. Recently, I was at a, um, a certain twin's birthday party, <laughs> and the sandwiches that that um, these parents had, had gotten from, I think it was Costco... Yep. Um, Every single sandwich had tomato in it. Yeah. But you know what? I was like, I'm really good friends with this with this <laughs> these couple of parents and I'm not going to complain about their sandwiches and their sandwich choice and their so I'm just gonna I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna eat it. And I think, you know, the the slingers were rather happy that I didn't complain <laughs> about that. <laughs> if I'd been able to I mean if these parents <laughs> I don't know why we're bothering with anyway. If, if I'd been able to it was request, ben. if I'd been able to request no tomato, then I would have. Uh, but no, I mean I did the same thing with those sandwiches. I ate the tomato because it wasn't that much, and you know they were. And you know what? They didn't have the goopy jelly from. No, the most that's part. it. It was. It was. Yeah, it was the good parts of tomato. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I cannot stand on. This is going into pizza territory now. Pizza. Pizza. Oh, pizza, pizza. Pizza. Olives. Oh yeah. That's all right. Fuck, fuck olives. You've got no argument here. <laughs> Nobody in this house likes olives. Well, maybe the kids do. We've never given it to yeah. them because we don't fucking buy olives. So, I I had a um a half and half pizza with with someone a while ago, yeah. and they had olives on their half, and some of the olive juice ended up on my Ugh. side, and all I could taste in every single bite was yeah. olive. And so you know what I've actually got a I've got a food that is worse than than well, tomato well, and that good. is olives yeah or fennel fuck fennel too 
just love the jump. It's like, yeah, that just came to mind too, and fuck that. Yeah, well, I feel the oh, same. Fuck aniseed. <laughs> at, at least on pizza, I feel the Who same way. Who puts that in a salad? At least on pizza, I feel the same way about pineapple because that flavor soaks in. And yeah, if you do a half and half, or if you know, if if you don't have any other options and you try to pick the pineapple off, no, nah, it still tastes like pineapple. And like, I don't yeah, actually... it's all it's all pineapple. But yeah. you know what? I love pineapple on pizza, no. so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Like, you do you, man. But <laughs> keep it away from my pizza because it's gross on pizza. That and mushroom for you. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and it, kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know, I know what you don't like. It's funny. I don't. Think, you're paying more attention. I don't. Know if it's just that memory of yours again, or if I'm just a terrible, terrible friend. But I probably wouldn't be able to necessarily tell you what you didn't like. I'll just have to go back and reference this episode because apparently it's just all about us giving our food preferences. Um, anytime we go anywhere, we'll just say, "Go listen to episode 23 of Two Sweary Dads." You'll just you'll get it. You'll get it right. You know what we like. Yeah, there is a story behind the kangaroo thing that Trevor mentioned. Uh, probably about I don't know ten years ago. Uh, I ate kangaroo. Mum served it up for dinner, and it, for those who aren't in Australia, it's not super uncommon to eat kangaroo. You can get it at the supermarket. It's a pretty nice meat. Kangaroos are a pest in a lot of places, even though they're basically one of our national animals. We're just like that here. Yep. Fuck the big bunnies. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, mum served it up and she didn't tell us kids that that's what we we're eating. We assumed it was beef or something because it's a red, it's a red dark, it's a dark red meat. Very uh, lean. Yeah, very lean. And we enjoyed it. But later that evening, I started vomiting and I didn't stop for many hours <laughs> to the point <laughs> that we had to call a doctor to come and give me an injection, which was some sort of relaxant because my guts would just not stop spasming and vomiting. Mm. Uh, and I assumed it was the kangaroo. I Have you tried I, it again since well, and you had almost the same reaction? Well, so the thing is, I'd also eaten the chicken schnitzel sandwich from a cafe that day. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd, put my, I'd put my money down on the chicken schnitzel sandwich. <laughs> and to be honest, in hindsight, I probably do too. But the thing is, a few months later or whenever it was, mum served kangaroo again. And I thought, all right, it was probably the chicken schnitzel. I'll eat the kangaroo. And then I threw up again. But it wasn't the same as last time. It wasn't the the full-on gastro, couldn't stop vomiting. So I suspect that I psyched myself out. Yep. Basically. Psychosomatic. Yeah, that I basically made myself throw up. And grossly, I was in the shower when I threw up that second time. <laughs> God. And then I was, I was like, this is, this is me at like 21 or something. So I just had to clean it up myself. You know, mum's not going to clean up the vomit of a 21-year-old. I just mm-hmm. do it. So, that was really gross. But I have not eaten kangaroo since because maybe it you're was afraid the, that maybe you're it was throw the schnitzel. But I'm not going to risk fucking throwing up all night just so I can eat a particular type of meat. So, I don't know that I'll ever eat kangaroo again because who wants to risk that? Yeah. I mean, I love kangaroo. Mum used to make these awesome kangaroo roasts. And yeah. kangaroo has just got... A different flavour from every other meat that I've tried. It's tasty, man. It's good. It's really good. This was marinated and it was just, it was awesome. I I really miss going around to mum and dad's and getting that, but I don't even think they sell those kangaroo roasts anymore, which is why we haven't had it for years. That's a shame. Yeah. We we occasionally get kanga bangers and um, (laughs) kanga burgers. Kanga bangers? Is that like sausages? Yeah. Yeah, Kanga sausages. Yeah. Um, So uh, just while we're in food and, and rather than just going into things we do and don't like, I do have a bit of a rant about food, which has come up a couple of times recently. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not really, a, it's not, it's not necessarily a rant because it's not something that I would nec- that I would particularly expect. But the thing is I lived in Canada for six years Yep. and Canada has fucking good breakfasts. Like Canada do breakfast, right? In my opinion. Know what they don't do, right? What? Sausages in bread. Yeah, that's fine. Because that's one of the first things that you wanted <laughs> when you true. came back. Just a cold sausage. Sausages in like, bread. They don't have... You don't have proper beef sausages in Canada. But they do do sausages for breakfast. And that's fine because those are tasty, spicy breakfast sausages. And that's part of a good Canadian Like Canadian thick breakfast. bastards too. So for those who don't know, Canadian breakfast that I associate... And this is at a lot of places. So it's the general sort of thing. 
will have eggs, however you mm-hmm. like, however you like them. Eggs usually I'd get scrambled. Uh, no, you no, that's not true. Usually I'd get them fried uh, fried over over easy, which means they like okay. flip them once but don't cook it too much. So the yolk's yeah. still nice and runny. You just don't want sunny side up. But no, you... I don't want sunny side up because often then the whites are still a bit too runny, and I don't Ugh. like that. I don't like runny whites. That's gross. No. But the, the yolk can be runny. That's fine. So eggs over easy, bacon. And now the thing about bacon in Canada is it's not the bacon that we eat in Australia. No, it's Canadian bacon. Well, it's not even specifically Canadian bacon, but it's like it's streaky bacon. It's fattier bacon. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to find here. Sausages. Bre- You've looked- breakfast sausages. Small, spicy breakfast sausages. Sometimes ham. Kind of like chipolatas or... Yeah, kind of, but it's a different, uh, different type. Still of a meat. bit different. It's yeah, different type of meat. It's not as gr- it's not ground as finely. I don't know. Okay, so, so it's got some chunk and yeah, got a bit of chunk to it too, and some specks of pepper and stuff. And sawdust. Yeah, and sawdust. Yeah. <laughs> some sometimes ham, like just slice nice slices of ham, like mm-hmm. relatively thick. Not always. That's not kind of like a ham steak necessary. thickness, or yeah, uh, half that. Like not quite a full ham steak, but like. But not like, sh- but not like shaved ham. Mm-hmm. Hash browns of some sort, and nice. I'm not talking about. Well, but I'm not talking about the hash browns. Hash browns, here. as I know it, no, because here in Australia, hash browns are kind of it's very specifically shaped little. Like I guess they're still shredded potato, but they're they're like deep fried, and usually even when you go to a nice breakfast place, if you get hash browns, they're just like they've been frozen and. It's the pack at once, like the McCain or... Yeah. Uh, You know, McDonald's has them too. Hash browns in Canada and the US... Almost uh, like a fritter? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's like shredded potato and different places will do it differently. Some will leave them relatively shredded. Some Mm -hmm. will end up more of sort of a, a... More of a fritter, like a solid piece. But they're always done fresh. Mm hmm so in other words, they just get the grater out and they just go fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're fucking good with hot sauce, man. Like that's that's the best. Like because they just soak it up. Mm-hmm. But the other type of what some people call hash browns, but are also called home fries, are basically just like chunks of potato, but done you know usually with just some light seasoning, maybe some spring onions and stuff. And then often a Canadian breakfast will have pancakes, uh, just a couple of pancakes, maple syrup, and of course in Canada it was always real maple syrup. Yeah. See, I hate maple syrup too. That's another thing. Really? That I hate. I think, How can you no, hate maple just, syrup? It's just sugar, man. Um, basically, I know. I think I think it's something to do with like I've only you hate ever Canada. had like you're the a Canada, you're a racist. I, I think I think I've only had the pancake parlor maple syrup and oh, that stuff. No, see, that sucks ass because that'll be the cheap shit. It's basically just corn syrup with some flavoring. No, you need yep. real, real real maple syrup. Although I don't mind the corn syrup stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the big differences, interestingly. Between Australia and Canada, and, the, is U- the, and price. the US, well, yeah, it is the price. It is the price, but the coffee, because mm-hmm. Melbourne in particular and Australia in general, is into their fucking espresso, and that's fine. Yep. Like I like a good espresso, but when I go for a breakfast, I don't want to pay five bucks for a coffee and then get halfway through and I've finished my coffee and I want another coffee and pay five bucks for another coffee. Mm-hmm. When you get a breakfast in Canada, the US. Often it's included. Sometimes it'll be a couple bucks extra, but it's bottomless coffee. Yeah, but is it the filtered shit? It is the filtered stuff, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> like you can, I mean, there's a lot that you can get shit filtered coffee, but like it's just coffee. And I mean, a lot of people in Australia drink instant coffee, right? Like it's it's better than yeah. instant coffee. And and in fact, when we lived in Canada, we had a coffee machine, and we'd buy just the tins of the gr- of the grounds and and the filters. And every morning, I'd make a nice pot of coffee and have a couple of cups. And then you'd have a grey with cream. <laughs> is that a is that Futurama? No, it's Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> it's su- it's Super Nintendo Chalmers. Oh right. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> I take a grey with cream. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, like. I fucking miss that breakfast, man. And and the thing is, it's not... Because Australia does do breakfast. We do breakfasts here. Usually, though, it yeah, comes with like big, tomato, big mushrooms, spinach, <laughs> sometimes some other shit. Like, I don't want that our stuff Our big breakfast up. costs like fucking $15. And that doesn't even come with coffee. <sighs> yeah, now, that's true. You're, 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 about to, you're about to just like totally... 
Well, and okay, the thing is, like, totally blow in, my in mind. In Australia, price, in Australia here, the cost of living is higher. So, I would, I would pay if if I could get a Canadian big breakfast like that, I would definitely pay fifteen bucks. I'd probably pay twenty bucks yep. because that's fine. But particularly if I was getting like all the different those different meats and things, and it was done nicely. Yeah, what are you paying over there? So there was a place one block from where we lived in Canada in Vancouver. Seven ninety nine sunshine at breakfast. Fuck you. <laughs> Seven ninety nine sunshine at breakfast had all of those things I mentioned, uh, including the pancakes, the hash browns, the three types of meat, coffee. I'm pretty sure the coffee. No, the coffee was extra, but it was like a buck fifty for bottomless coffee. If it wasn't for the fact that I spent so much money on this on this mic, I was actually going to smack it and go fuck you and just. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That wasn't the best breakfast place. It was a bit. It was one of those sort of greasy spoon kind of. They served breakfast, hamburgers, and Chinese food. Like, <laughs> but you know, and so things were it was a little bit dry, and it wasn't the greatest. But it was, it was a fucking eight dollar Canadian breakfast. Like, but I bet you, if if we you went could there a lot, choose to great. choose to live where you are now and just have that place around the corner yes. and no other Canadian breakfast place, yes. you'd still go, yep, yeah, yeah, put that there. Absolutely. <laughs> like, even, you know, it, it's even when we just went back to Vancouver for three days after having lived in Ottawa for a year, like, we went to that place because, I mean, because we were, <laughs> because we were staying nearby again, but, like, it was, you know, it was cheap and it was pretty good and it had all, and the, good had all the right things and good memories. So, anyway... Yeah, because the other thing is like Australia's breakfasts tend to be fancy. Like you go to you go to get a breakfast, and it's often a little bit fancy, and it is expensive. And it's like no, just just do it simple. Just simple ingredients, three types of meat, <laughs> <laughs> proper potatoes, shred them, cut them up, whatever. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Like it's not that hard to cut some fucking potatoes and fry them up. Like why do you need to pre-buy these smushed together potatoes that have been sitting in the anyway? Forget the forget the fucking fruit and vegetables. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's my he, rant. He just that wants, probably went on too long, know, but eight kinds of cheese. But and... Erica and I, Erica is constantly saying we need to start a restaurant, and it needs to be breakfast and poutine, because that's the other food that we miss from Canada is poutine. <laughs> and for those who don't know about poutine, cheese curd. It's chips or fries, as they're called there, of course. Cheese curds, which if you don't know, is sort of the the pre-cheese phase of cheese. So it's still just mm-hmm. it's still just bits of cheese, but it's basically before it's been sort of smoothed out and shaped and and aged. And a- yeah, and aged. Uh the the good ones squeak when you eat when you bite into them. It's like squeak. squeaky. And then gravy on top. So fries, cheese curds, gravy. That's the basic. You can add other shit. That's good too. Meat and peas. Beans and shit. Different things, yeah. And then there's breakfast poutine, which is often um, like the home fries. <laughs> Oatmeal. <laughs> no. No, it, it's it's home fries, cheese curds, and hollandaise sauce. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. it's fucking good, man. And sometimes sausage, in, good. sometimes sausage in there, like the breakfast sausage in there or bacon. Fucking good. So yeah, if you know, if anyone if anyone's looking to start a restaurant, fucking start one of those and open it in Mount Evelyn, because I will be there every morning. <laughs> <laughs> just don't be charging 25 bucks a plate because he'll go bankrupt very quickly well I'll go, he won't be able to no stop. i'll go bankrupt very quickly you'll make a lot no, of money I'm, from me saying. oh that's what you're saying yeah yeah ben will go bankrupt <laughs> yes. i don't want him to go bankrupt because no. <laughs> he will literally be there every morning he doesn't care <laughs> so anyway that there's my food rants we've talked a lot about food i don't know how interesting it's been so anyway, I think we've probably talked about food enough. I don't know. I might cut some of that out because who wants to just hear about us talking about what foods we like for 45 minutes? But anyway, get on Facebook. Tell us what foods you like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I'll hit like on it. I'll like it. I like hearing what foods people like. It's interesting. And if he hits like, it's usually also- from two sweary dads. So I've <laughs> liked it too. <laughs> Tell us if you know a good a good breakfast place that does something like what I just <laughs> talked about for 15 minutes. Because Ben will be there every fucking morning, no matter how fucking far it is. Yeah, I'll could go be, over. Could to... be West Melbourne and he'll still go over there. Yeah, well, maybe not every morning. I'll visit. I'll come, though. I'll come. Let's. <laughs> so we mentioned a bit earlier what our kids are watching on TV. And, you know, they're okay. Doc McStuffins, Paw Patrol. I don't know. what What's James into at the moment? 
Um, Transformers. Transformers. Uh, They're okay, but, you know, I think we can come up with something better. I think we should do some terrible kid show ideas for the little while we have left. So, yeah. So, for those who haven't heard us before, this is... This is one of our little improvisational segments that we didn't move to lamestorming because it's it's related to kids and we like to have a bit of fun with it. So Trevor and I are both going to come up with a word related to kids or kids shows or television in some way. And based on putting those together, we're going to come up with an idea for a kids show. And they're usually the sorts of things that you would not want your kids to watch, but they might be funny. So let's see how we do. Now, do you have something in mind? Yes. Okay. I do too. Three, two, one. Doctor House. (laughs) 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 So we don't want kids watching a kids version of Doctor House MD where he like cuts people open and shit. (laughs) This little pill popping kid with a limp. Gregory, what are you doing? Go to your room, I'm Gregory. Just, I'm just imagining like a Muppet Babies version. <laughs> yeah, know? it's basically Doc McStuffins, except it's this fucking grumpy little kid <laughs> with a limp and a cane, popping bloody, what was he on, Vicodin? Yep. And getting angry. So he everyone. wasn't quite on Vicodin yet, so he's just on his aspirin. His toys come up and <laughs> he just starts treating them. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, it's probably this. If it doesn't work, then it's something else, but... That's it. We're, we're gonna we're gonna take this leg this leg off, fill the stuff, replace the stuffing with spaghetti, and uh, you know because that that's the that's the cure for this va- this random thing that I think you might have. But you know what? I reckon his first case should be lupus. <laughs> Never happened to the actual show, so <laughs> it's a kids' show, so it'll be loop to lupus. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh yeah, so we we came up with a show that already already exists, so maybe we'll Yeah, but it's a Muppet Babies version yeah, of it. I so see that. I see that. you know, if it's Mini Mini House. Mini Doctor House. But because 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 it wasn't until he was Doc a lot House. older, maybe he didn't have to have a limp. Maybe he could actually be, you know, somewhat happier and I was about to say instead of a house he's like Doc Caravan or something because he's like a baby house. But isn't Doc Caravan a thing? <laughs> Doc Minivan. I think Doc... Or Doc Homeless. <laughs> I think... Oh, I was thinking of Doc Holiday. Because <laughs> you take caravans on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I like that. You know, little little body, big head, chibi version of, of Dr. House. Just uh, grumping around and getting in trouble. Uh, prostitutes keep on coming to his, his to his place. <laughs> yeah, except they're Barbie dolls. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's. I don't. I don't. Since it's, it's you know that's a good idea, but there's there's probably not too much more we can do with that. Should we Should we try another one? Yep. Three, two, one. Dinosaur robots. Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck you! <not> again. <laughs> Come on. Every fucking time. We're never doing dinosaur robots. All right. One more. One more. Yep. Um, let me just... Okay. Got something? Yep. Three, two, one. Smiles. Birds. Bird smiles. Bird smiles. Okay. So I've I got this image of like a bird with this huge grinning beak. It was really fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. But, it's kind of creepy. But... Let's run with that because this is terrible kids shows. So, <laughs> so, so who who are the, who are the birds in this show? I, I'm picturing, you know, you've you've got maybe amalgamations of of existing birds yeah. into. Yeah. Well, my first like, my first thought was like some sort of pelican. So it's got like it's already got this big beak and like its mouth is cl- its mouth its lips are closed all the time, but just. When it gets happy, its mouth just breaks into this huge toothy grin. Like they've got teeth, these birds. <laughs> like this is well, I, one of the one of the um one of the ones that I'm I'm picturing because I'm thinking of amalgamations. I'm thinking of an owl and eagle called an owl eagle. An owl eagle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just imagining. I'm trying you know, to picture even this, how that would look. 
Um, well, I'm thinking sort of a, a flat face with a massive beak. <laughs> so- right. And it can turn its head all the way around. <laughs> it can turn its head all so, the way around. So the opening, big, wide titles, open eyes. the opening titles to this show are this fucking owl eagle <laughs> looking away at first. Its head just slowly spins around. It's got this huge toothy fucking grin on its face with this beak sticking out. <laughs> Hi, kids. Welcome to Bird Smiles. <laughs> All right, so so what's the educational content of this show? Like, what do they what do they talk about? What are they teaching? Like, to, like tooth care? <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think maybe <laughs> maybe um, Eagle's going to the dentist and like who 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 do you go to when your teeth are rotting? <laughs> maybe at the maybe at the start they should all be yellowed and <laughs> just. <laughs> Every episode, a new different type of weird fucking hybrid bird shows up with its teeth yellow and falling out of yep. its face. And by and, the um, end of Dr. it... Dr. Pelican. They, yeah, they go to Doc Pelican and uh, he's got his little dental tools and he opens it up and by the end of it, they've got gleaming, shining, sharp, pointy, blood-encrusted teeth. <laughs> yeah, brand, brand new veneers. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, of course, they're all... Carnival birds as well. (laughs) (laughs) So remember, kids, after you eat your raw meat, brush your teeth. (laughs) You just see during the end credits, like, owl eagles, like, (laughs) sweeping down on zebras. It's just just tearing them to to pieces. It's really graphic. And the final scene is him turning around and there's like meat stuff yeah, between his again, teeth. Again, he's just his like head turns around one eighty degrees, blood <laughs> dripping down. Bye, kids. Till next time. It's like no, fuck you. I'm never watching this show again. Kids traumatized by this show, which you know is what we were aiming for. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the zebras are going, what the fuck? And just <laughs> running, running. Look, off. it's working. I can hear, I can hear one of my daughters <laughs> screaming, waking up next door. <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be laughing too loud. Yeah, probably. Should we do one more just for good measure? You know what? I'm not sure that we can beat that, I think. I think that might be unbeatable this week. So. Let's end with the vision of blood dripping carnivore teeth birds. And uh, so that's Two Slurry Dads for another fortnight now. Uh, if you want to find us online, you can visit our website, www.twoswearydads.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Tweet at us at Two Sweary Dads. Find us on Facebook, leave reviews, uh, leave comments, give us suggestions, facebook.com slash dads. Uh, you can email us if you're still in the dark ages of the internet at podcast at twosweerydads.com. You can find us on iTunes, rate us, review us, subscribe to us, listen, it's fantastic. Yes, um, if you haven't listened before, please listen now. <laughs> if you somehow started... An hour into the 23rd episode of this podcast, start listening. <laughs> Go back to the start and listen. Just listen really Your carefully. Your ears will listen thank you. Listen really carefully. There's going to be a test later. Uh, we'd like to thank Kuradust for the tracks tonight, Party Tonight, and Predictive Text. Yep. And if, you haven't, if we haven't talked about it enough this episode, we have a new podcast. It's a comedy game design podcast called Lame Storming, where we riff on game designs based on a variety of prompts, and uh, it's really fun. And this week, we're we're doing something a little bit different. We're um, actually putting out some Click Pitch Classic out on Lame Storming, so That's go right. check that out there. So if, if you're listening to Two Story Dads, it's going to be nothing new, but uh, we're putting them out uh, the in-between weeks. For lamestorming, kind for, of like a best of, yeah, for for new, new new listeners to lamestorming, and so if you've enjoyed the click pitch sections in the past of Two Sweary Dads, uh, and think you might like some more of that, listen to lamestorming. Tell your friends if they're interested, and point them over there, and they'll get to listen to just the click pitch bits from Two Sweary Dads. 
uh, as well. So, Ben, any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, do you know where I can get a good Canadian breakfast? Oh, fuck you and your fucking seven ninety nine breakfast. Go ask your mum. Yeah, well, maybe not every morning. I'll visit. I'll come, though. I'll come. I will ejaculate all oh, over yeah, that in his fucking pants. restaurant. <laughs> and that's what I call Hollandaise. <laughs> Hollandaise? I don't know. I don't know. Let's not take that any further. <laughs>